interesting. Hi, Kat. What? <laughs> We're doing it. Hi, Don. Open up my window. But don't yell because the baby's, oh, the baby's sleeping. sleeping. So we have to be kind of quiet. That I thought we were quiet. testing the mics. What? That was not quiet. All right. Well, I don't want to whisper through the whole thing. It's all right. Who's going to make it? We can do, uh, we d- what is that, ASMR? I stuff? don't even know that. That's so weird. Can't tell who's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a lot more listens. I'll tell you that right now. All right. It's a new, it's a new uh, genre. New thing. New thing. Anyhow. Hi, Kat. Hi, Don. So let's do the disclaimer. This is for entertainment purposes only. We are not responsible for your actions and feelings and choices. We can't control that, but we do all support you and want you to be happy and well. Okay. That was a pretty good one. That's a good disclaimer. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. I did that on the top of my head. So uh, it's Oscar Sunday today. That's why we're at your place, man. Yeah. Because you have the live TV. Because <laughs> you have the <laughs> most money. I, have, <laughs> I don't make... No, that's not true. It's that I have to have baseball. So oh, the something's got to give. So yeah. Until I can really figure out how to get around not having I've d- I just stopped with the live. I stopped with the live TV. Yeah. Going what? Yeah. Sophie's going live? You're ready to do Facebook live right now. Why not? How's my face? <laughs> Your face is my face is goofy as ever. I know. I'm doing it. So anyway, you ha- we had a party last night. Oh, my God. One of our sexy sauerkrauts. Sexy sauerkrauts. On I Patreon. I posted on Patreon and all I'm doing is kissing her. And she's kissing me. I love it. It's so much love. It is kind of a make out. It is loving so much love in that house. There's so much love and light that's in that house. Yeah. You can't help it. I love that when we, we first arrived, we were just kind of standing in the driveway and she comes running out and she's like, I have to put the pig away. <laughs> we didn't even <laughs> notice there was this humongous pig a few feet away from us. <laughs> and his name was Doc Holliday. <laughs> And then you and I debated and for about a, a half debate. an hour. We debated about a half an hour. Like, why would you name a, pe- well, a first, pet after? First, you thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What happened? First, <laughs> we just laughed really loud. <laughs> first, we debated. Wait, I don't know what's happening. I can't Sophie's see. Sophie's laughing out of control. <laughs> what's going on? All right, just keep anyway, talking. Yeah. So, Doc Hollywood. Well, I said Doc Holliday. You said Doc Hollywood first, which I was surprised that you even watched that movie because that's such a Channel 11 movie. And that's with Michael J. Fox. And I said, that's not. It's a Doc Hollywood. Doc Holliday. Holliday is the Kermit. It is the bad guy, the bad guy who wants to make Muppets. frog legs out of Kermit. Sophie's. And um, I was like, why would you name? But it's not. It's a over after Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. It's and then so we had a debate like what's funnier. What is funnier? Is and this is a a question for the ages. Yeah. This is like the most spiritual conversation we've ever had. What? It's what's funnier? <laughs> Kermit Kermit riding a bike <laughs> in the Muppet movie and his little skinny yeah. legs or Bert tap dancing. I think Bert tap dancing is pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I think the funniest thing is when Kermit when Kermit oh, is Oh, and that Kermit has the spurs. Kermit is on the spurs. So I'm supposed to stare at Sophie while she's doing Facebook Live and I feel like she's doing something to us and I'm not sure. I don't know. So, <laughs> I am so excited too because I have to tell you what happened. It's not exciting, but I have to tell you what happened. At the party? After the party. Oh. Do you want me to tell you what happened after the party? Sure. First, let's shout out to everybody who was at the party. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. There was so much love and light. And yeah. it, was, it was just a really... My favorite is when people are like, what am I doing? Oh, there's a reading? Oh, okay, I guess. And then they come down. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're really like, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. She was amazing. I, I, it was so flat. So humble. I'm very humble yeah. in the work. I just, like I said, I always say I'm only as good as the person who I'm with. And everybody was so open. And I couldn't tell you, like, the love that was in that house was just amazing. You yeah. just can't help it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed spending time with them after, which I don't normally yeah, do. Yeah, usually we skedaddle. So usually I'm, I have You're to exhausted. I'm exhausted or I have to eat a lot. And I just, it was just such a, it was actually perfect. It was a little smaller than we normally do. Yeah. But it ended up working out perfect. Nice. And so I really appreciate it. A little rainy night. Little First of all, Eddie Rabbit. I love a rainy night. Okay. I love it. It was a rainy night. It was just a cozy home, beautiful people. It was yeah. just great all around. Yeah, yeah. So the so one thing I love about 
Janae. She's Italian. Is she Italian? Yeah. Gasparini. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Italian. And we're Italian. And she had a spread. Yeah. They have to make uh, a spread. Good guinea spread. Good guinea spread. And so um, afterwards, she made me a plate. You yeah. Know, you got to have a plate. Yeah. Yeah. So we left because we were just having such a good time. We just recorded the Patreon video. We were just like loving each other so much. And I forgot. Th- and so we were driving. We left without the food. So I drove down. I was driving. We drive down the road into windy road and you get a text. You yeah. forgot the plate. Right. What did Janae say? I didn't even finish reading the text and you were turning around dangerously. I, I was like on the c- on the country road. I like went into somebody's driveway. Yeah. Did like a. Yeah. And then turn around because I was not going to forget the plate. And you no. can't forget the plates. Yeah, you're not. There's no olive left behind <laughs> in <laughs> Kathy's world. No. <laughs> so she was meeting us at the driveway. Yeah. So it was all about the plate. So I drop you off at home and I'm on my way. And you know, like Route 299. I'm on yeah. 299. Uh-huh. I get pulled over. Oh. I see the lights behind me. And this is the funny part. You know why? Why? Because we were talking about cops. And we were talking about cops in that town, which we will not conjure we'll up. Not, no, we're not. No, we're not. But let, me t- let me finish telling you. Anyway. Then it'll be good. So I said in my head, I was like, I got a plate. Like, I don't know what they're <laughs> pulling over. I was eating super sad. I don't know what I did wrong. You know, I was eating, you know, pursuit. I was doing what I was doing. Were you speeding? No. Oh. I don't think I was speeding. Mm. I wasn't on the phone. I was jamming to the to the to the plate. <laughs> I was just eating <laughs> what was on the plate, and I was just kind of like in my zone. I was I was in my zone, and the cop pulls me over, and I was so calm. I'm very calm with cops, and he he comes up in the lights like in my face. I was like, dude, like in my head, like it was bright. He's like, where are you coming from? And I said, why are you pulling me off? Why why are you pulling me over, officer? He's like, can I see your license and registration? So at that point, I was like, I'm not messing around with the cop. Like, yeah. I know I'm just not messing around. I was like, in my head, I'm like, you're not going to get. I did my Jedi. You're not going to give me a ticket. <laughs> you're not giving me a ticket. You're going to leave me alone. We're not going to get a ticket. These are not the droids you're looking are, right? for. <laughs> like, I totally Jedi'd it. And he's like, have you been drinking? I'm like, no, it's suicide. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> he said, no and he, so i handed him my registration he's like where are you coming from I'm like donna's house i didn't even say my sister's <laughs> house it was like donna's house and he's like where does Don- who's Don- donna's my sister i said i'm going home where do you live milton he was drilling me i'm like but he didn't tell me why he was pulling me over uh. and i was getting kind of like i don't like this you know you're not telling me and then i did my jedi move I said, you're not pulling, you're not going to give me a ticket. So I went in a glove compartment to get my registration. I said, I'm going in the glove compartment. <laughs> He's like, all right. Like, like, yeah. you're like, you're like, you know, you look dangerous to yeah. me. You know, I go like this. And in my head, I said, you're not going to give me a ticket. <laughs> so I can't find the registration. I'm like, like trying to scoot out. And he's just has the light in my face. I don't know what was going on. And I looked at him and I said, I wasn't drinking. I said, I'm not, I'm eating food. I was like, that's all I'm doing. He's like, have a good day, ma'am. And he <sighs> left. I was like, son of a bitch. All that. But he didn't, I had Jedi Still powers. Still didn't get a ticket. Still didn't get a ticket. Yeah. So my Jedi powers work. I just wanted to put that on the record. But the plate helped me, I think. <laughs> I think the plate was, I had <laughs> the plate. It was all about the plate. Salty meats go a long <laughs> it way. It goes a long way. My breath was like really fiery hot. <laughs> and I think he was smelling that. He's like, are you drinking? I'm like, no, it's just super sad. I don't know what you, what are you doing? The olives? I don't know. Like, you want one? <laughs> he asked if he wanted one. <laughs> oh, anyway, boy. So, Janae, thank you for saving my life with the ticket <laughs> and the plate. Yeah, a plate. It was her energy. I had to yeah, have the plate. We'll give her credit. Absolutely. That's super fun. So that was my story. And I was perfectly great. And I came home and I ate some more and I crashed. And that was my that was my day. Um, so that's what's going on. I had so, such a great time yesterday. You know, we only have one more slot left in the workshop. It's very, it's exciting. very exciting. I'm very, very excited exciting. about this one. I'm very excited. Working on those lower chakras. So I had something else to share. I didn't know if oh. you wanted me to share it now. Okay. Or you want to wait because you're the one that has the agenda. No, I have no agenda. Okay, I can't get into my phone. Okay, so I had a client today. Her name is Allison. She's part of our Patreon circle, and she said it was perfectly okay for me to share this. Um, if you want to read it, Don, because I don't have my glasses. Oh my she God. wrote us a whole thing. It's kind of like sharing, um, oh. like a reader sharing stuff. Oh. She was so inspired by our last podcast that 
she could relate to so funny we thought our last podcast was kind of lame and a lot I of people thought it was lame. i was like donna that was lame you're like no it was fine wow and everybody loved it we got so many things go ahead all right thank you again for a wonderful morning oh. this is to you yes. i feel great and you are amazing oh, okay you didn't have to thank you so here's my story and you got permission i got permission okay. yeah. yep, yep. i was about 11 and my sister myself and three other friends decided to quote play light as a feather stiff as a board <laughs> We all took turns being the board. <laughs> Ken time and she said, Ken time it worked. Maybe one or time it worked. Yeah. I don't know. The last time we did it, we were able to lift our friend the board higher. When we opened our eyes and looked up, we saw Elvis. <laughs> we all screamed and ran out of the room. My mother was in the kitchen and we all surrounded her and explained what happened. She just accepted it. The Elvis we saw was just his face and it was green and we all explained it the same so there you go elvis isn't that cool <laughs> yes no, it's that's creepy. quite that's it's quite cool story. but the whole the whole point of why everybody why uh, thank you allison for sharing that with us and i wanted her to share it with us is because of this the purpose of our conversation last week was this is that everybody experienced something mm -hmm. and like it's important to believe and how her mother believed her mm -hmm. was really important and I think that um, sharing that we've all had some experiences is really important. So I love that it, it really, uh, the message I got from Allison was what a relief that she could relate to something that we've experienced. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so important when we talk about spirituality and spiritual experiences. Yeah. So it was really cool. So thanks, Allison. And Elvis is, you know, I was, I've always been fascinated by the cult of Elvis, even... Um, I mean, way back in the 80s. You were obsessed with I Elvis. was obsessed with the cult of Elvis. I wasn't necessarily um, a huge fan of his music per se. I never felt like he... I mean, he was singing black people music. So I understood that he brought that to the mainstream and people thought he was sexy and all right. of that. And I have vivid memories of watching that final Elvis concert at my grandmother's house. Um, the Hawaiian concert. Yeah. I, I, I can conjure it up in at my Nana's head. At Nana's house? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was always fascinated by the people who were, you know, basically who were screaming obsessed, and obsessed. Obsessed yeah. by Elvis. And, you know, in the 80s, everybody had an Elvis story. Like, everybody's parents had an Elvis story. Yeah. And I actually met someone whose father was given a car by Elvis. Whoa. Yeah, That's it was a guy crazy. I went to a uh, community college with. His father was a truck driver mm -hmm. and it's one of those classic stories like there's a hundred stories like this where he was driving his uh his rig he was he had pulled over to get some sleep or something and one of elvis's mafia guys broke down on the road the guy the truck driver his dad mm -hmm. helped fix the car elvis mm -hmm. and the rest of his friends he was somewhere near memphis came by elvis hand threw him the keys said keep the car <laughs> and he was more stressed out he had to call his brother from i don't know where to get a ride or take a bus to come get the car because he had the truck oh but elvis didn't really care you know elvis was just doing this grand yeah, right, gest right, gesture right everybody always had an elvis story and uh i have an elvis story my I told my Blue Hawaii story here. I don't remember. You want to hear my Hawaii yes. story? Okay. We were in Vegas and you made me go talk to the Elvis I think impersonator. I, told that story. I didn't tell that story. We didn't? No. Yeah, he was not having me. So, yeah, in the 90s when we would go to yeah. El uh, we would go to Las Vegas all the time, it was still kind of grimy. Yeah. I I'm fascinated by the people who are lifestyle Elvis. I like how you push me to do things and, and I do it. You <laughs> just always like go do that. And I'm like, "Okay." Well, he wasn't ha I tried to be friendly and he wasn't, he wasn't having, having me. So then I'm going to throw my little sister at him and he was having me. Yeah, he was a I little chatty with you. <laughs> but what happened was, if you remember... I don't remember. We were just standing there. We were with Lisa and Nancy. And um, all of a sudden, this woman comes over to me and says, pretend you don't know me. And I was like, I don't know you. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. Everyone's a little drunk <laughs> at noon. <laughs> and we were uh, in Treasure Island, <laughs> I remember. I remember that. And, uh, which is not Treasure Island anymore. And so... Um, she goes, pretend you don't know me. And I was like, I don't know you. And she was holding my two hands. And Nancy and Lisa are like, what the fuck is happening to this What's lady? What's going on? And all of a sudden, this 
uh, regular looking dude starts singing at the top of his lung. Do you remember this? Have you happened to see the most beautiful girl? And he's singing to her and he, she's like, that's my drunk husband. Oh, and he, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, and she okay. was kind of laughing. Right. And I was like, well, now everybody's looking at me, too. Lady, <laughs> so thank like you. you've dragged thank me you into this. Spotlight. It was kind of funny. But in the meantime, you I had thrown you at the Elvis guy. It was at the bar where right, people are playing video poker. poker yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so the guy comes over and all of a sudden Elvis guy, Elvis lifestyle guy. Yeah. And by lifestyle guy, it's the brill hair. Yeah. The he's big in it. gold he's sunglasses. In he, he is him. Yeah. Incarnate. Gold jewelry. Yeah. And this, you're going to remember this part. And so he goes, I hope he's not singing for his supper. And <laughs> you were like, really? And then he starts talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I notice as he's talking to you, he has this gold Jaguar. Jaguar. Wasn't that funny? Jaguar. A uh, gold Jaguar bracelet hmm. with like ruby oh, eyes. I remember, remember that? that? Yeah. And I said, what's the story with the bracelet? And then he told us this crazy story about how, uh, you know, he's inspired by the king and the king always would have custom jewelry made for him and so he tried to get uh, a local ish jeweler to make this for him but he wanted too much money so elvis dude decided he was going to go to thailand and get it done cheaper and do you remember this and then he told us the story about the cab driver kidnapping him and stole the mold oh my god but then elvis it was a good cab driver and got it back and hence he has this crazy jaguar bracelet that has a crazy right. story to it and i remember all of us suburban girls just like what? looking at him <laughs> like with our mouths I agape know, like, he was amazing and then he was amazing and then i said uh where should we play craps and he goes actually right here there's five times odds and then he goes good luck baby <laughs> remember that <laughs> and i did win on the and we did i went we, we won, won oh, pancake money all pancake money yeah we all went back snap it was snap. not it was not a fun scene it was one of those scenes where uh the men were not happy with the women i don't like that um, be happy and you were winning I and there was winning. some one like guy that. who was like she's winning who cares right. but we took our money and ran i think we you did. made like 125 bucks like really fast i did and then we had to run and then we then had we to, to run, run the fuck like, out of there like run <laughs> we were we literally were sprinting run out. we were, we were sprinting. literally <laughs> run out of treasure island <laughs> as we're exiting <laughs> the ship outside is sinking and it's we're it's noon and our eyes didn't adjust and no. i remember running out <laughs> into so the glaring out. sunlight <laughs> being blinded those were so the days dumb. but oh i was always God, obsessed with elvis you lifestyle and i definitely don't believe he died in 1977 yeah. i uh am one of those conspiracy theory people and if you have 20 minutes someday i'll tell you if you ever see me out in the wild people you want to know why i'll She'll tell you, tell you the story I'll tell you about the story. her jaguar bracelet <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell Elvis you why. didn't die. I always say it's the anniversary <laughs> of his disappearance. <laughs> Do I think he's still alive? No. No, I think he's old now. And now he's got he's gotta be. I don't know. That's a super fun conspiracy to to love. I will yeah, say I'm that. I'm not into conspiracy stuff. But anyway. I'm into ghost things. Yeah, so speaking of ghost things, we're gonna take a break and when we come back, <gasps> it's wait. Oscars, so we're gonna just da, like da, chat da, about da, movies. Da, 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 <laughs> what is that song? It's my Oscar. I don't know what the song is, but there's a song. Da 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 Oscars. <laughs> Okay, we're back. We're back. And we just watched what Sophie did to us. Good thing we weren't talking about anything serious. I know. I'm glad I wasn't talking. Sophie doesn't care. She's like, <laughs> I just wanted to put, what do Run you call those Facebook things? Live. And what do you call those things? Those cartoons you put over our head. Those you look cartoons. like Donovan the whole time. I know. <laughs> you look like filters. You look like Donovan from the Special Olympics. I do. And then when he wears his fedora at oh, special he's occasions. so cute. He likes that my hair is so short because I look like him. He <laughs> likes that. And he also says I don't look crazy or angry. Yeah, he always does say that your I look curly better. hair on the top looks crazy. Looks crazy or angry. angry. I'm like, I'm not an angry person. But he's like, you look angry. You may not act angry, but you look it. 
He's so the only person head. that thinks that. Yeah. I know. I think it's a reflection. He's looking at me as a reflection of himself. Oh, probably. Because we look so much alike. Like, we really look like twins. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, he has the like same Like Kermit and Fozzie twins or <laughs> real <laughs> no, twins? No, that's me and Sophie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sophie and I are Kermit and, and Fozzie twins. Um, but Donovan and I have the same exact, like, the, the big chiclet teeth, you know, the freckles, <laughs> the smaller head, you know. Anyway. The green eyes, you know, we have look the same. I think he sees himself as a reflection. So when I look out of control, he's like, oh, my God, I'm out of control. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it is. Well, Sophie certainly had fun with us at our expense. Well, glad we can help. Okay, you good. do the same thing. I'm glad. On Instagram. What? And then I got slammed on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just getting hit. Getting I need help. I need some support. <laughs> Listen, it's hard to come up with a story every day. That's all I'm saying. They but making fun of you <laughs> makes it easier. <laughs> And listen, it's something I've I done my whole life. Seriously. Right. I do not take myself seriously. Okay. All right. So I had the idea since we usually record on Mondays, but we decided to do it today because you're coming over to watch the Oscars. I'm going to stay here and watch the Oscars. Yes, you're yes, staying here. Staying here. And watching the Oscars. Very yes. excited. I love the Oscars. Yeah. I used to, we used to have a big party. I used to have huge parties around the Oscars. Yeah. And then, I don't know, everybody started doing it. I did it before everybody did it, and people started doing it, and I hate that, so... I don't really Life think changed. you were the first person to ever have Excuse an Oscar me. party, Donna. Excuse me, in the maybe, 90s? Maybe. In the 90s, nobody had an Oscar party. I was, I, it was a big hit. Have you been to Hollywood? People. Have you been to Hollywood? No. There no, were so sure many Oscar parties. I'm sure in, in the Hollywood, 60s but not the 50s, here. they had. Not around here. Not a, maybe not around. Not and on people looked Main forward Street. to it all year, <laughs> and I did the bingo thing before it became trendy. Anyway, oh. so anyway, okay, Sophie just rolled our eyes like big time. I'm just saying. All right, I remember. Remember when Sophie had a coat check? She in did her have room. a coat check. So cute, super cute, so cute. Anywho, yes, love the Oscars. Although it's become quite tedious and boring over the last few years. I love movies. And so for me, I just love movies. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. No matter uh, what the entertainment is. Yeah, I've always been a film person, love people, person loving films. My dad, our dad, um, it was one of the things that we did together is yeah. uh, watch old movies. And well, he you have to also remember with you and I, we get entertained by the real stories behind things. Like we like to watch the National Spelling Bee. Oh, my God. Yeah. So no matter the Oscars, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for the Olympics. <laughs> Me too. Right. Yeah. I like a good story. Yeah. I'm a big sucker for that. And so, yeah, movies have always been in our everyday. There was a movie theater in Wappingers when we were growing up. It was a big movie theater and they showed every Disney release. And dad took us to every single Every single one, one of them. <coughs> and I remember... Uh, other kids in elementary school who were like, your dad takes you to the movies? Yep. And I was like, huh. And then I remember being um, older, like 18, and dad, I, till dad died, we saw every James Bond movie right. ever released together. He took me to, he always took me to the movies that nobody else wanted to go to, like yeah. Incredible Shrinking Woman. We went to that. We went to I that one. There. Yeah. Uh, Transylvania 65,000. <laughs> the Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> dad would see any movie he loved to take because i'm like oh that he's like oh dad she would say kathy would like that movie all right yeah. you and me are just gonna go because nobody yeah. else liked the movies i liked yes we wrote down some so what i decided yeah. was like let's talk about movies we always we reference them throughout yeah. our podcasts talking about them and stuff and i thought would it be fun to write down movies that are kind of supernatural or witchy or that lives in the lexicon of our yeah lives outside right. of our physical bodies. And you're really going to see the difference between Donna and Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're really going to see. Um, Probably. Because we both don't, we didn't share our list yet. No. I wrote a list and you wrote a list. Uh-huh. I'm going to do it like Boggle. We're going like to do it like Boggle. Boggle. Then cross it off. Oh, I like that one. You like that one. Okay. Well, we can talk about it. All right. So who's going to go first? Do you want to go you, me, you, me? How do you want to do it? I don't know. You Rock, can, paper, you can scissor? Start. No, you can start. I don't know if I want to start because I feel like <laughs> I'm going to get teased to begin with. Okay. Um, it right. doesn't matter if you go second. I'm still going to tease you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go first. So one of the f- one movie that sticks out who what really impacted me was the movie Dead Again. Okay. And it was in 1991 with Emma Thompson, Derek Jacoby, Kenneth. I don't know how to say his name. Bragg? Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. I felt it was really uh, in the face. It was the first. A little on the nose. Yeah, it was the first time 
that I actually saw a possibility of of what past lives was. Yeah. It, like it really, I felt connected like that could happen. And then I always, because I always felt that, but I couldn't really express that. I couldn't express how I was feeling. Yeah. And so watching the movie, I really felt like this is a possibility because yeah. I saw it. You right. Know? I was right. In 1991. I was it was a reincarnation. I was in 11th grade. I was still young. Yeah. I was like 17. Yeah. And I was just like kind of ignoring my mm -hmm. spiritual, like being spiritual, even though I had experiences mm -hmm. uh, because we lived in a haunted house. Uh, but the, but if you if you watch the movie with with how she was obsessed with scissors and how she was like she lost her voice that's when i really learned about what a throat chakra was and it was just like i don't know it just really opened my eyes to it so the movie is called dead again it's from 1991 check it out i'm not mad at that okay good we have a couple more movies to go <laughs> go ahead yeah all right go ahead. what's your i movie? think my movie that really spoke to me it happened to be pretty much the year that I was uh, being initiated as a witch. Oh. And it's not Hocus a good movie. Focus? No, Kathy, <laughs> take a step back. <laughs> Dumbass. I made Sophie laugh. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it's called Anchoress. I never heard of it. Yeah. It was a small independent film out of Britain. And uh, it's not a great movie. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of a, a weird story. But... Whoever made it uh, was definitely a goddess worshiper. Mm -hmm. So it basically was about uh, this, it's a, you know, a town in like the dark, during the dark ages, mm -hmm. a very small village. And there was a tradition of taking a virgin and basically putting her, building a room off the church mm -hmm. around this virgin who dies there. Nice. And she anchors the church with her sacrifice. Oh, like a martyr. Oh, yes, interesting. it's a martyr story. Oh, interesting. It's a female martyr story. Okay. It has a lot of, um, there's a lot of um, female symbolism, female worship symbolism. Mm -hmm. For example, her mother is obviously a practice, she's a practicing pagan, uh -huh. which is not, you know, she's uh, puts herself at risk. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of all of the witch paranoia that's right. happening. But at some point, the woman actually does this weird ritual and she's pouring milk into the earth. And watching that scene, I was like, hold on, this makes so much sense to me. Right. There was so much sense yeah. about what was happening on the, f on the film, right. uh, you know, that was happening that was outside of the story. A lot of the symbolism and a lot of the... Um, homages to mm -hmm. goddess worship mm -hmm. made sense to me and it really spoke to me right i can't find this film um it's that's it's interesting yeah we'll have to find and, but it. it i can still recall i mean it was 93 which is how yeah. many years ago yeah. and and sophie wasn't even born yet no right five yeah so 25 years ago and I can still conjure up the feeling that I had from watching it and I felt like I was in a cold sweat and I saw it with members of my coven. Right. I wasn't in the coven yet. Right. It was the coven I was being initiated right. into. And one of the members of my original coven uh, was a scientist. He was an IBMer. Yeah. I liked him a lot. His name was John and he was a fantastic skeptic. Mm -hmm. So he was a wonderful person to really good pull balance. apart. Right. Good balance. Really yeah. good balance. Not, not, not taking things for granted, not believing things blindly. And so I remember dissecting the movie with him afterwards. And he was like, you know, that was a terrible film. <laughs> and I was, and he's like, the story was had holes in it. Da, 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 da. But he did agree that it definitely evoked real, ritual earth right. spiritualism what's interesting is uh when well, i was watching dead again you know the real like like how you were at your point of initiating mm -hmm. where at this time in my life i had my maybe a couple of years ago had my first like channeling experience mm -hmm. that i couldn't share because i didn't know exactly when yeah. i met gabriel i was mm -hmm. 15 mm -hmm. and it was about this woman who had amnesia mm -hmm. and she didn't know where she was and she was found. And then the detective, you know, tries to help find who she is and she ends up going to a hypnotist and the hypnotist ends up uh, dissecting through time 
her her past her past and her, yeah. I mean her past her past life yeah and then it all comes together I don't want to kind of spoil it if you want to see no it's it is interesting that she had uh, in this life lost a sense right and you came into this life without your hearing right so you probably felt a real right kinship. see how you do that you just know how to interpret me that was it's yeah. exactly right and there was something I can identify and it was very moving for me I cried I didn't know why but I felt like that was some kind of truth. So that's why I really love right. that What's movie. What's next? My, my next. Okay, you ready for this one? Defending Her Life. <laughs> 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 With Alba Brooks and Mel Streep. So in your face, that's exactly how it's I... Karma. S- it's exactly how I see when you die. It's for me, and of course, in a really? funny sense, I, I do. D- I don't. I totally believe... Because I believe in the seven layers. I believe in the seven layers. Uh-huh. And for those out there who believe that, understand what I'm, what I'm saying is that... Um, when you when you when you die you go and you do reflection of what you did in this life to move forward and you have to go back to school and, y- and you got to figure it out and come back or you get to go to the next level yeah and that was Meryl Streep she was just one yeah. of those people that was selfless I and do love that movie it's like so and uh, oh with uh, Shirley MacLaine in the karmic in the, oh, so in so the, funny. In the past life pavilion yeah yeah favorite scene ever yeah I'm totally Albert Brooks like <laughs> It's like, oh my God, that was my it's, life. You, it's it's looking at you licking your candy necklace. Yes, the yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I felt like I was part of Meryl Streep and I was part of Al Brooks and Albert Brooks. And I just that movie just it made me. Uh, it like I said, if somebody is writing this, somebody else must believe that. You know, like yeah. I, I mean, of course, yeah. it's in a it's in a very fun sense, but I really because I don't take my spiritual I take my spirituality very seriously yeah. when I'm doing my work, but when we're just hanging out, I don't take a lot seriously because you can't you just right. have to go with it. So it really brought in my belief system in a fun way because that's yeah. the way I like to do it. Very fuzzy way to look at life. Very good. Thank you. I'm not mad at that one. Okay, either. and that was from 1991. You got to check it out. All right. Uh, second on my list is The Witches of Eastwick. Oh, I yeah. love that. It's not on my list, but we don't have Cher. to talk about it ad nauseum. The only thing, first of all, shares the goddess. Okay, Cher is number the goddess. one. Okay, done. Yeah. Uh, we can just end the podcast. We can ev- never have another podcast and just <laughs> declare that as the universal truth. Okay, done. But uh, what I got out of that movie more than anything else was the power of yes. coming together. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you, there's plenty of things to give credence to, you know, the manipulation of Jack Nicholson's character right. as the devil who came in between them and all that right. stuff. But, but the most important thing to me was that when the three women decided to get together, yeah. they really uh, kicked ass. They really and did. The book is wonderful. I don't, oh, y- yeah? You don't even have to be a John Updike fan. Right. Uh, the, I really love the book. It's one of the only um, paperbacks that I've kept. Do you know what I got from that movie? Was my vulnerability. It made me focus on like like people will point out your weaknesses and use it against you. Oh, yeah. And so I was able to not. I I agree with you that when people yeah. come together, you're definitely when especially women. Yeah, I'm sure. sorry. Like you know, yeah. but when you get together, people who identify as women. <sighs> thank you. Um, I really felt like the vulnerability part was I really checked like who, what could I never wanted anybody to see what my vulnerability was to use it against me. Mm. That was something. That's yeah, what I got from true. the movie. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good one. All right. I think not we, on your list. Not on my list. Oh, okay. Now I think you might have this on your list. Okay. The Changeling. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. High five. High five. Hundred percent. Dad took us to oh see that movie fun. in the movies. First of all, I saw this that in the night, movies. I was in kindergarten. I know. I just want Dad you to know. took me to see that. <laughs> I saw The Shining when I was in grade school because Dad was a horror fan, yeah. and so we were exposed know. to a lot. Who goes up from his nap? Oh, hey, Coco Bean. He needs a bottle. To hang out. Um. <laughs> anyway. So the changeling, George C. Scott. Yeah. Um, Who else is it? Uh, I just wrote George C. Scott. Yeah, George I, C. Scott. It's a great haunting movie. I just it's a true story. It with friends with and Peter that's and Peggy. why I like it because I love stories that are true. I love stories that are oh. not ghost stories just for the sake of ghost. Yes. of being a ghost. There really was a mystery to it. He was driven to find out the answer. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it. It's what it's, it's really classic. It's, it's a, a classic, really classic, uh, and it's creepy poster. without being overtly creepy. I didn't become see this is I didn't become creeped out once I knew 
Well, you just gave it away. Spoiler alert. God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait, Sophie, you can do that 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 dolphin sound. <laughs> um, the SpongeBob, the cursing, SpongeBob sound. cursing sound. On that. That's my okay. favorite SpongeBob episode. So what do you need, Soph? Hold on. We're somebody t- has to somebody hold has the baby. To hold. Oh, no problem. No problem. Hi, Coco Bean. Okay. So, so the changeling. The changeling is like was something for me. Um, I had empathy for spirit. Yeah. And then I learned what um, channeling was. To yeah. channel. And I found that so intriguing. Even as a young kid, I was like, like I said, yeah. how old are you? Like six, seven? I was six, seven when I saw it. Yeah. That's crazy. What the <laughs> no hell, dad? What the fuck? No wonder I'm fucked up. No, I'm like, oh my God. You're holding the baby. Oh, I'm sorry. <gasps> That's caca words. That's caca words. <laughs> oh, God. That's anyway, the bad. other the other positive about the changeling mm-hmm. is an enormity of polyester pantsuits. Couldn't get better than that. Come on, man. That's the best. So that was There's on our boggle list. We can cross that. So what did you get? There's what was a your next brown one? for everyone. What else did you get? That was good. Uh, you know what? The Gift. I love The Gift. Written I'm by, surprised you like that. Written by Billy Bob Thornton oh, based like on his mother. Really? Yeah. And uh, what I liked about it, I felt like it was the most true card reader um on film wait a second this is the one with Kate Blanchett and there's a missing girl and oh this is an older one she's a psychic and she does it in her porch and this guy comes out yeah yes I'm surprised you like that yeah I did like it a lot um again not a great film per se oh Oh, somebody's excited about a bottle (laughs) man (laughs) jeez that's like me with a martini Um, like his hands. Oh, thanks. Uh, not necessarily the best movie. I don't know if it necessarily holds up, but if you just want to see, um, the it's it's a good ethical struggle that she has about being a clairvoyant. Yes. About the missing child and about and boundaries the, and also about boundaries also about how people vilify you yeah. until they want something from you. Yeah, motherfuckers. Donna, caca. So, oh, sorry. Jeez, caca. Caca mouth. All right. Okay, anyway, so um, that's worth it. I'm it's surprised. Also, it's that's also on directed Lifetime. by Sam Raimi. It was on Lifetime. That's why I'm surprised you saw it. It was? Yeah. That's not where I saw it. I saw it in I the movies. I saw it on Lifetime. Um, I, you so know, good. Sam Raimi makes good, gross movies. So that's a, that's a departure for him. So with going with the Changeling, the next one was in 1973. I didn't see it until I was much older, was The Exorcist. Yeah, sure. So The Exorcist, again, this is about a conversation about... We still treat it like a documentary. <laughs> it is a documentary. I do. It's like, I do. I'm like, a, um, again, not scary to me. Watch, even as a young girl. It scared the bejesus out of me. It was because I felt... See, that's when... You, listen, I remember... Remember I told you when I was like four years old and Dad and I were watching Sesame Street and Linda Bove was doing interpreting and I told Dad I was going to do that as a li- for a living. Mm-hmm. When I watched that movie, I must have been 11 or 12. Of course, I was scared. Like, but I was so intrigued by the priest trying to help. Again, I look at things not in the scary, mm-hmm. you know, but like how they were trying to help this poor girl who was like, uh, you know, possessed by this demonic presence. And like, I, f- I felt like I was rooting so much for them to take it out. Again, this is another movie. C- the book is so much better. Yeah. The There's t- a lot in and the, the book, but that's I also not in the movie. later on understood that this was based on a true story with a boy, and how Archangel Michael was sent was was actually that he was put in a mental hospital mm-hmm. because there was they didn't know what to do, and the priest did not give up for 15 days, and did not give up on that boy, and then once the experience of bringing in Michael, he was able to kind of be free in the story afterwards. So there's like this winning mm-hmm. effect of like yeah. uh, over evil over darkness that's just so intriguing well you know i love the podcast uh oh geez now i can't even think uh the murder podcast um what the fuck is the murder would you watch your mouth oh my god jeez louise no 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 No. i i'm I'm losing my mind with karen and georgia and they did uh there's a serial killer in the exorcist did you know that Mm -mm. yeah it's um oh my perfect murder um it's uh they uh in the podcast they go into uh people in movies who were serial killers in the hospital scene the mri guy yeah. oh yeah 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 that guy killed a lot of people that's crazy in real life the actor IRL. He was the actor yeah irl yep that's so crazy boop boop 
Well, it yeah. also a lot of people like we're going to talk about a movie and we're going to talk about how people who have acted in movies get affected uh, by this the topic. Yeah, I read a book called Haunted Hollywood a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that people do get affected, and Linda Blair talks well, about that. Well, it's energy, energy. It energy. is energy. You know and what that? You're I don't know. You know that Chris uh, is often at conventions, and Linda Blair does conventions, yeah. and sh- her um, pet um, charity is she's really big into dog rescue. Right, right. And so she mostly does it to raise money for dogs, and she's lovely. Yeah, and. Chris was next to her booth once for a whole convention Mm -hmm. and everybody kept coming up, these stupid guys. And they were like, can you write on the, on the photograph, your mother sucks cocks in hell. Right. And Linda Blair was like, I just, no, I don't do that. That's not, you know, it's not me. And, you know, so she kept saying no. And eventually Chris got so like annoyed. She would, he would tell people preemptively, don't ask her (laughs) (laughs) to say that. Wow. Yeah. And he had a conversation with her about it. And uh, I think it's so important. But she talks about how after that movie, what did she really do after that? Yeah. Yeah. She went into this rescuing Um, because I have, I have some movies on the list. We can talk about that. All right. So what's anyway, your, so what's your next? So one? anyway, um, and P.S. We really enjoyed you and I. What we were we? the only two people what? that we really enjoyed the Fox series, the season one of The Exorcist oh, with Gina Davis. But well, Christina liked it too. Shout out to Christina. Um, the uh, the uh, Moroccanist, oh, the Moroccanist, the, the Moroccanist. Yeah. Um, absolutely yeah. well done. We loved that. I loved it. They yeah. did such a great job. Second season, not so much. Yeah, but first season. First season. We could not wait. It, yeah. They did a phenomenal job. Again, we treated it like the documentary. We're watching <laughs> the docu series, <laughs> The Exorcist, because <laughs> it happened. It happened. Okay. What else? Do you, who goes next? Oh, because I said The Exorcist. So who yeah. Are you, what do you got? Yeah. Um, the Sixth Sense. Oh, that's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Yeah, it's mostly, not on my list, but yeah. Mostly about listening to kids who have Amen. Uh, spiritual experiences. Um, the mom, you know. Yeah, Tony Collette. Of, she did a phenomenal job and because I, I thought it was an organic process of what parents go yes, through. Yes, yes. And trying to, you love your kid, you want to understand, but because you don't understand how frustrating that is. Yeah, I think that that is, that's what's worth it, watching it to me, is the Tony Collette character arc yeah. from, and I, I equate it very similarly to, your struggle, our right. struggle with Donovan right. when he was little and exhibiting behaviors that we couldn't figure out. We we couldn't figure out the um uh what was pl- what was you know plaguing him. Plaguing I, yeah, him, it really yeah. is like that. I, like and it was, was like trying was to figure him. it out. Who do you listen to? And people giving you bad advice and and I felt that the mother character really is the story more than she anything else really in that film. I, I paid attention to that and uh, the dynamic and the, and the process of when you have unfinished business and you don't know your dad. Like, you know, what happens when, you know, you die and you pass on and you're, you're just, like I said, we talk about this all the time, you know, when we were talking about mediumship and how, uh, hard it is for me because when people die, they don't change immediately. You you know, very rarely do you, you know, when you pass on, you go to angel level three, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like a three, you usually go earth like, oh my gosh, like I have right. unfinished business. And that goes to my next movie, Ghost Town. <laughs> 2008, uh, Tia Leone, Greg Kinnear. Ricky Gervais, yeah. favorite movie. Super fun. I tell people, you want to know what happens when you die? Watch Ghost Town. And that's exactly that's exactly how I see it in a fun way, in a yeah. fuzzy way. If you want me to fuzzy interpret that, yeah. watch Ghost Town. Yeah. You know, and I think that that, that makes a lot of, lot of sense. And when you're watching The Sixth Sense, you know, the frustration of n- not finishing your work on Earth and why it's important and the conversation, I know this is really deep right now, is that why suicide is such a dark and hard place to go because I've had, you know, friends who've, who've committed suicide and that unfinished business and then having to see them. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now, because now that I have the gift, I'm like, okay, now that you did that, now what, what's going on and, and not staying in a dark place. So it's just, it really, the spiritual aspect of what we do on earth is so poignant, so important. And um, 
you know, try not to have so much unfinished business. Really be speak your truth and work your, you know, walk your life. Bring things to a close. Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, you're just going to keep bringing Fair it. love. It's going to, that's it. Yeah. I know that's like gold. All right. So the opposite of fun is oh the entity. That scared the, the bejesus out of me. The entity. That's the thing that was raping um, oh my God. Barbara Hershey. Oh my God. I did I that movie scared me so much that I don't have it on my list. Like I can't. <laughs> it's out of my And room. I read the book. I remember Dad saying that was the scariest movie. Because yes. I used to say, Dad, what was the scariest movie? He's like the entity. Yeah, I the can't entity. Watch it yeah. with you because it's too intense. So I watched it by myself oh my in God. the living room in our haunted freaking house. Let me tell you, did I sleep? No. Do I still think gremlins were in the bathtub? Yes. <laughs> gremlins scares me. Um. So I had that on top of that. That was harsh. And the fact that's a true story. Yeah. It's based on a true event. And it's yeah. like, how do you deny that? You can't deny that. You can't. Uh, when uh, It just cra- yeah. It just kills me. Oh, my God. Look, I'm stressed out. I think I have to calm down. Yeah. All yeah. That, that book is a good scare. It's a good scare. It's and it, I think it holds up, too. Oh, I think it holds up. Yeah. What year was that? 1983. Oh, oh, snap. Look at the producer. Well, don't watch that, Soph. I don't know. It's really scary. It's scary. It it's made $13.28 million. Way back the then. Office. Yeah, that's Way a lot. back then. That's a lot of money. It was, it was, it was the was last time Barbara Hershey looked like a person. I'm sorry. Well, there. She did. I don't know what she did to her face, that lady. Well, that's what she botched. Sad. She Super botched. Sad. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Back to Boggle. Okay, ready? Yeah. Practical Magic. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not a fan. I am a fan. 1998 with Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, and Aiden Quinn. Yeah. And the reason why I liked it was it was all about manifestation and trusting your instincts as a young child because that was me. I looked at. I remember looking at. Like I said, I looked at Linda Bove and said, "I'm going to be an interpreter." And then looking at the priest going, at some point, I feel like I can identify with this guy at a young age. It's like I could see myself. I knew that there was more for me. And I think that it just kind of puts it out there that if you really want something in your life, you can manifest it. Yeah, Josh on Instagram had practical magic. Oh, he did? Yeah, it's funny. Josh. He had one of yours. And I don't know. And I think the next one he said is one of mine. Oh, is it? Yeah. And the next one he Jack has. Jack Tripper? Yeah, Jack oh, Tripper. Jack Tripper. Yeah. The next so one cool. he had was uh, Bell Book and Candle, which I don't think you've ever seen. I don't think I've seen that. It's a movie from the 50s. It's very cute. And it deals with, uh, you know, a self-proclaimed witch and spells. And it's it's fun. It's a fun black and white movie. I highly recommend. I, don't, I never saw that. I'm going to make you watch it now. Oh, gosh. Now we're going to have. Okay. Got to mm-hmm. get my jamas on. Been watch. Yeah. Been watch. <laughs> okay. You ready for this one? Okay. Amityville Horror, oh, yeah. 1979 with James Brolin and Margot Kidder. Now, my my favorite was when Dad <laughs> drove <laughs> two and a half hours out of the way so we can drive by the house. Did you know I that? I remember that. Yeah. And I remember going, those windows are freaking. And you kept going, uh, Jody, Jody's here. <laughs> I, still t- I still tease you about you Jody. You said, Jody's behind you. And I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Kath, uh, when Sophie was little, did we ever talk about uh, her imaginary friend and how he popped up out of Carmine. nowhere, Carmine? Yeah. We did talk about it on the was podcast. Carmine, did you see Carmine or was he just an imaginary friend? He was my first boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she was two and a half or three. I had a crush on him. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And D- did you actually see him or was it in no, your head? No, I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. I think she made it up. But what's interesting but we is that we, we went him. with it, though. How did yeah, she come up with the name Carmine? Because... You were, it was 1998. The yeah. only Carmine we ever knew was from Laverne and Shirley. There was no Carmine in no. our lives at all. It was a really all. random name. And I out really of think nowhere, so. Sophie declares that we had to set the table for her friend who's coming. And we were like, who's coming? Can I just tell and you, she said, I did Carmine. more dishes with Carmine because <laughs> he needed to have a peanut butter sandwich. Yes. Uh, I went yeah, with you, it. You, you have were, to. You were very insistent. Why did you have to clean the dish? Well, because I still if had to make a peanut butter. It. You would get oh. upset. You would get very upset. If I didn't if make him out. a plate. He went swimming with you. We he were went. at the park. We went he to the Bronx Zoo with Carmine. <laughs> Seatbelts. <laughs> Carmine, Carmine had more of a, of a leisure a life. <laughs> I think he had a good time. But I, I still don't know how you came up with the name I think Carmine. She, I, think it was, I think it was a spirit. I do. Maybe. And then he was just, cute. 
Well, you must have felt something because, you know, now that you know who you are now, you know, you know, kind of connected. So that when Carmen came around, of course, I made Kathy cry as much as I could by saying, uh, Kathy had an imaginary friend too, Sophie. And because she couldn't really say anything about who he was. I said she had Jody the pig. <laughs> She's such an ass. <laughs> and you used to get so upset. Stop it. And then Dad and I were like, "Isn't there a note from Jody?" Oh, and you were you like, "You guys Stop were relentless. It. You guys were relentless." I know it was fun. You'd say, "Go in the fridge, Jody left you something." I'd be like, "Stop <laughs> it! They, you're conjuring him." Or oh my god, Jody the pig. Stop it. <laughs> so freak you out. So Amityville Horror, first of all, is again now that I. I'm aware that it is a documentary and it's a true story. <laughs> it's a docu-series. Docu-series that I totally was intrigued by it and yeah. watched it over and mm-hmm. over because I wanted to see the signs. You know, like yeah. I, I, I like to know the signs of where yeah, things again, are going. Uh, I was obsessed with the book. I read it cover to cover, cover right. to cover, cover to cover. And the thing that stuck with me was that um, every night at whatever the time the murder was, 334 or 337 or whatever it was, all the bodies were put in the the place, in the position when the first family was murdered. Right. It's it's, it's really interesting. That sticks with me. And you know, it, it really, it really is a, as a, fa- it's a, it's a, it's a terrible story, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something you can learn from if you're studying parapsychology. I love that, and I love how, uh, for years we went, we saw Amityville two, Amityville three, Amityville three D, and da, da 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 da, and every time Dad and I would would be so disappointed because, but you know, the horror genre just like to yeah, latch on to yeah. it. We had our expectations were so high each time, but the, the story one, is the story. Better than the first yeah, one, the and the second the one, I think they did it in two thousand eight, wasn't so great. I didn't like it. It was okay. That was all right. It wasn't like the first one. No, the first one the first was one definitely. Was good. All right, okay. what else you got? Um, The Witch, a recent movie. I, you know, uh, I watched it. I was kind of like, I you know, where they ate the baby. Like, you know, I loved it. The ba- I don't loved it. I loved the language that they chose to use. I loved there was. Uh, I loved the hysteria. Um, over witches, I loved. It was and a I, little the dark. ending was worth it. Yeah. The ending was, they were witches. Yeah, and I love the ending. I love the language. I love the symbolism. And Black Philip will be a cult figure forever. Again, so to make that point, I really love the the lighter side of Fozzie <laughs> interpretation of spiritualism. Kathy's watching Ghost Town. I'm watching uh, the witch. That's the that's the witch. It's totally us. Totally us. Um, I have Poltergeist. No, I did. Nineteen eighty-two. Too and cheesy. No, way I'll tell too you cheesy. Because it was based on something. And nah. yes, no, Zelda. Wasn't. Zelda Rubenstein. Is that her name? Oh, <laughs> the the little lady. You are that. You wear the glasses was, with the blue. I do. <laughs> I have. Gla- I sent my glasses because the energy's Hi. too much. Um, I I really loved the um the psychic in the movie that was inspirational yeah for yeah me, i do and i could relate to that and yeah. again it was something even though it was young i don't know why i was fixated on her character yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fact that she's saving people yeah and so i i equate i put that equation of psychic saving people okay and so that's why i love that yeah movie. I, yeah clown but it affected me because of that i don't like clowns yeah well also when i was babysitting um jt you know um there was a clown um, <laughs> toy on a dresser mm-hmm. and I was by myself and the thing was off. It turned on, rolled <laughs> off the desk <laughs> and I screamed with a baby in my hand and I stayed outside until they came home. Luckily it was summertime. I was petrified. Yeah. Freaked me out. That was when 11 year olds could babysit. Oh yeah. Two year olds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. problem. Yeah, no problem. Without CPS being involved. Yeah, it was good. Um, all right, what's next? Oh, uh, you know what? I loved, I loved, I love, still love is uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. That's from 1971. It's a Disney film. Did I see that? I don't know because you were, it was before you were born and they pulled it for a really long time. They did? During the satanic panic years of the 80s, you could not find that movie. Isn't that interesting? That's fascinating. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Stuff. Super fun. 
Who doesn't love that? Who do, uh, well, I, I have to I watch it because I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, you should watch I it. I should watch it. It was about, you know, it was a, it was magic. It was the it was an introduction, easy magic 101 for right. little kids, which I I, I appreciate adored. that. You know, because uh, we're talking about movies that impact impacted us in some way. And this movie wasn't great. It was I, I did not like the movie, but it taught me not to be afraid of of spirit uh, is the grudge. 2004 not a true story (laughs) but i not a true story but what happened was at first i was scared and then when i found out the spirit was hurt and so it was the pain-based um haunting i start when i started to feel like there was a reason why she was haunting i wasn't afraid and i felt sad and so from then that kind of shifted my Mm -hmm. look at, at horror films like yeah i get mad when there's a reason i'm like damn i can't be scared because if there's a reason yeah then you have to have empathy you know yeah. i do i have empathy like huh. i don't like watching the slasher movies <clears throat> there's no point i love a good slasher movie. i don't like that um on instagram uh lisa ssg said as above so below it's the most accurate movie i've ever seen portray um the alchemical alchemical oh. process of the inversion of the self Oh, I don't. I wonder what that was. I, I never know. saw. I that. never saw that. I don't have any information. I said I have to look it up. So that's a good recommendation. And I have to say that inspired me to think of. Uh, um, I can't speak right now. The baby's distracting me. Well, stop looking at I him. Know, I know it's so adorable. It. Um, so cute and adorable. The, the Lion King. I know it's so cheesy. No, it's not cheesy. But the Rafiki shamanic journey. That's like, that's, I think it was a decent interpretation of a shamanic journey. He knows the way. If you've ever done a shamanic journey, when Rafiki is doing the meditation and has those visions, that's a shamanic journey. Right. And so. And he shows him the father. Look at the reflection. Yeah, yeah. Look into the reflection. Yeah, that's a shamanic journey. I don't think I did a good voice in it, but that's what he said. That's real deal. He knows the way. And, uh. An, uh, another one from Jack Tripper, Skeleton Key, is a good one too. I didn't see that. I don't know. We have to look at that. Yeah, not. Well, well thank you for that. sharing, guys. Yeah, thank have, you for I sharing. I have last one. That's oh, mostly about magic that I really enjoyed a lot, and uh, I think there's a whole other podcast that we can have with Josh. Yeah. About the Kung Fu Masters. Oh, yeah. And I know nothing. I mean, right. I would just be and a spectator of that. Magic and power oh. and spirit. Energy. 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 So there's That's a whole. energy. Yeah. So we can have a whole other conversation. When Josh comes back, right. we can talk about energy. And I feel like Couching, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden oh, Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. About energy and the magic of energy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that stayed with me for well, a really long time. Well, that's what magic is. You know, when we do intentions, it's all like, you know, the power of our mind, our brain waves and what we can manifest. We don't use any, we don't, we don't use as much as we possibly could to make things happen. If people really knew how much, uh, how powerful your mind is and yeah. how powerful mindfulness and manifestation, there's nothing you couldn't do with your life. And that's, that talks about energy and magic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the things they do, they look magical. They're not. Ma- it's not magic. Yeah. It's not magic. It's work. It's work. It's yeah. energy. Did we hit everything on your list? I. I. Well, you know, I did put. It's not a movie, but what we're talking about movies. I know, so I can't. It's not a movie. It's a TV. It's TV. I. I can't tell you how great it is that a haunting is on TV. <laughs> I cannot tell you. Because I think our listeners know. <laughs> yeah, I think do I talk about it. that a lot? Yeah. Yes, because I reference you know, it all the time. I do. You know, I just because I think about dad and how dad did not understand. Dad did not understand. He tried to understand what I did, what I do. Yeah. And it really was him and I watching it and saying, "Dad, Sage, that's what Sage does. That's why I Sage you." <laughs> dad, do you see that oh. black cloud? You know. You see that black cloud, you know? Yeah. I was like, that's what I, that's what I fight. Yeah. He's like, really? I was like, now watch this. And then something would happen. He goes, get out of town. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. And it, and like how it affects animals and the energy. And it was just like, was such a great tool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nico. So anyway, I just wanted to add that. Oh, Nico's talking. He's on the mic. Saying stuff. Um, yeah. That's, so that's it. pretty exciting. That was a great conversation. I don't know if this is an hour because Sophie had my phone to do Facebook Live, so I didn't keep track of the time. That's all right. But we're going to go because we have to get ready to watch the You Oscars. know what? This was a fun podcast for us. I hope fun you guys enjoyed as much as podcast. we do getting to know us 
And I uh, hope that you watch. This one is of inspiring me. I'm going to get in touch with Josh. Tell him to get his ass here. Do it. We need another conversation with him. I think it's a great idea. So. Well, I uh, just have to tell you guys, I love you so much. I love you, Soph. I love you, Don. I'm just, it's, life is good. Yeah. I'm high on life. High on life. High on life. High five. High five. We'll, right. have, we'll be talking about the workshop okay. next week. Sounds great. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Open up my way.